listening to The Debriefing with Jake and Cora. Thank you so much for joining us. Come along for the ride with Jake and I as we debrief life at Boyce College. Welcome back, everybody, to episode four of The Debriefing for season two, which is our 12th episode total, which is kind of exciting. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know we would get this far, but I'm happy we are here. <laughs> for sure. But how, how's it going, Cora? We are a third of the way through the semester, which is crazy. What has your semester been like so far? Yeah, I feel like it definitely has picked up a lot more <laughs> over the last couple of weeks. And a lot of people have been sick, so it's been mm-hmm. getting busier along with balancing that with sickness has been a little bit hectic, but hanging in there. I already have midterms next week, which is wow. insane. I'm like, how are we already here? But Yeah, no, I yeah. feel that. I took a... Uh, tried term exam this past week okay. there's three exams for accounting and okay. that was it was good um but it was crazy to be like i'm already studying for an exam so i feel like i just got back right. into the swing of things but yeah super excited for today's episode we're going to be talking to tim um he is one of our dear friends and we were looking, this, this episode topic kind of came out of nowhere, I, we weren't really thinking about it, and then I was talking to Tim one day, and I was like, this would be great to have Tim on the podcast mm-hmm. to come talk about this, because I had so many questions when I was talking to him, and then, so thus, I think a lot of the voice community would love to hear what Tim has to share. He's going to be talking about student orgs, and specifically his student org. Yes, it is PPC323. So it's the student org that is focused around service. Hey Tim, how are you doing today? Good, how are you doing Jake? Doing well. Hey. Yeah, doing well. Thank you for having me on. Of course, we're super excited to get to talk to you about PPC today and all about that. But before we jump into that, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got to voice and... Yeah, um, so yeah, this is uh, my fifth semester at Boyce, I think, which it's going by so fast. Um, Yeah, I'm from Michigan. Uh, I've grown up, lived in Michigan my whole life. I started off going to a school in Michigan. Uh, I was just commuting there for a few years, Uh, but I always wanted to go away to school to live, you know, the independent college life. Um, So then I started looking for places and I visited Boyce, I visited Liberty, and I eventually decided on voice. Um, I just really liked the, I know it's cliche, but the authentic biblical community <laughs> really drew me in. Um, uh, so just e- even from the website and just like looking on the website and everything and uh, visiting here, uh, talking to Dr. Bosch. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm a business student, so I, ta- I had a meal with him. Um, just very welcoming, very inviting. Um, and I really like the small campus vibe as well. Like you get to know pretty much everyone or know of everyone. Yeah. So it's it's a really cool environment. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I started uh, here at Boyce. That's awesome. That's cool to see how God brought you here and yeah. how you get involved. And you said you were a business major. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How did you get involved with student orgs originally? Yeah. So uh, my first semester, I didn't do anything with student orgs. It was the fall of 2022 when um, Adam Reddick, he used to run PPC 323. He kind of invited me um, um, to the events, uh, to the service days. Uh, we were both in the same hall. 
Um, he's since graduated, um, but he invited me to uh, the info meeting at the beginning of the semester where he kind of laid out just the, the idea, the mission and vision of the org um, and everything it was about. And then I went to one of the service days um, at PPC, uh, which stands for the Portland Promise Center, hmm. um, which is uh, why it's part of the name PPC 323. Um, and that's where I really kind of realized, like, wow, this is a this is a really cool ministry. I really would like to be involved in it. And kind of Adam really pushed me to be involved in it. He he seemed to uh, so he was this. It was his senior year last year, and he was looking for other people to kind of um, uh, pass the torch to to take out the mantle uh, to lead the org for the next year. Um, so that's where I kind of stepped in, and he um, kind of viewed me as the one to take over the org, mm. um, along with uh, Michael Longerbeam, who was on Koinonia at the time. Um, so now we both co-lead the org. Um, but just to give a brief rundown on what the org is, um, yeah, it's PPC 323. Uh, PPC stands for the Portland Promise Center, which is one of the primary organizations we minister to. Um, and then 323 stands for Colossians 323, in whatever you do, uh, do it for the Lord, work heartily at it for the Lord and not for men. Um, so kind of like our main goal is to help out with the physical aspect um, of a ministry uh, so they can deal more and focus more on the spiritual aspect of the ministry. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll kind of give an example of that. Mm -hmm. um, so when I, so we primarily serve the Portland Promise Center and Bible Community Fellowship Baptist Church. Um, so when I first visited Bible Community Fellowship last summer, um, I met Pastor Keith, who's the pastor there, for the first time. Um, they were having a back-to-school uh, backpack drive for just kids around the um, community of Portland. And um, they, they, the, the church was handing out backpacks and school supplies and stuff. And Pastor Keith was just going around to people and just like, you know, talking to them, sharing the gospel with them, and, um, and handing out school supplies and stuff, of course. And I just thought that was a really awesome, like, thing that he was doing and just like the heart he has for God and the heart he has for ministry. Um, he's also a bivocational, so he works a full-time job. Um, as well as being a pastor, which is just insane. Yeah. Um, so that just kind of gives you an idea of one of the ministries that we serve. So, but what we do, what we did for uh, his church last semester was we painted um, like the siding of a sidewalk. Um, it needed to be need a new fresh coat of paint um, and it looks much better now. Uh, but that's just something that like they at the church, they just don't have the resources or the time to do it themselves. <laughs> So we stepped in as an org, and we fulfilled that duty for them. So when I say we take care of the physical aspects, the physical needs of an organization, uh, of, a, of a community or a church, um, we're doing that because they don't have the time to, and they need to focus on the spiritual aspect of their ministry. Um, and then we also do the same thing for uh, the Portland Promise Center. Um, we've mulched uh, clean bathrooms, um, uh, fixed fences, other things like that. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of a, a brief glimpse into mm -hmm. what we do as an org. That, 
can you tell us a little bit about what the Portland Promise Center does as a ministry? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so they do a number of things. Um, they, they help out people with taxes, actually, for oh, free. Really? Um, they provide, yeah, volunteers work at the center. And even right now, um, uh, they're helping out people in the community who um, can't afford tax services. Mm -hmm. And they go to the center, and um, volunteers help them out with filing their taxes. And that, that's that's one of the crazy things that they do there. That's just like wow, and I can't believe like like they, they they're able to do that for free. Yep. Um, another thing they do is they have a early childhood education program. Um, so like a daycare center, uh, um, they have about ten kids at the center right now that they're taking care of. Um, so that's another aspect. Uh, a third thing is they actually have a church meet there. Hmm. Um, wow. So, yeah, that's just, that, that's another thing. Those are three things I can think of at the moment. Um, but yeah, Miss Yurina is the head of the center there. Um, we've had a very good relationship with her over the past few years now. Um, just wonderful, heart for the Lord, very faithful uh, um, to taking care of people and um, keeping the ministry running. Um, also, her daughter works there, uh, Wanda Jaggers, and they both have been uh, blessings to the ministry and to the community of Portland. Um, so, yeah. That's so cool to just hear about the ministry and to hear how they serve the people in a variety of ways, it seems, from taxes to childcare. Mm -hmm. That's just so cool to see the broader reach of that. And so that's what they do in service. And then so the org comes in and kind of helps them with maintenance and stuff around the center is that correct yeah yeah um yeah so like whatever they need done like last saturday uh we had a service day at portland promise center and we helped clean out um an upstairs room we cleaned out a shed um and actually what we were doing primarily was moving um a lot of the christmas stuff that they had up and put it into storage um like they just hadn't had the time in the past month to do that which tells you like how busy they are with other things that they're doing. So like that was what we did. We, we basically, there was five or six of us, or six or seven or eight of us, and we just spent an hour just cleaning out a shed, organizing a shed, organizing an upstairs um, storage room, and just um, putting stuff into deep storage. And hmm. yeah, that was basically all we did. And that was, they, they were so grateful uh, for us, um, but yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool that you can go and serve and help them, enable them to do their ministry. It's mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So about the org specifically on campus, mm -hmm. what does that look like to you? What are your meetings like? How could a student go to get involved? And what is like the process of that? And what does it look like to be a part of the PPC org? Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a really good question. So in years past, we've had more consistent members meetings and prayer meetings. Mm -hmm. Um, this this past year, it's been a little less of that. Uh, we've had a beginning of semester info meeting, um, uh, but to be honest, like we've we've been struggling to get like full time members mm -hmm. in the org uh, recently, mm -hmm. and really, it's it's been a struggle since COVID. Um, so just a little bit of backdrop: before COVID, uh, Portland Promise Center had a very um, consistent. Um, early childhood education ministry. Um, a lot of kids were involved in that at the, at the center. Um, and 
our organization was very involved in volunteering to help with the kids mm -hmm. at the center. Um, but since COVID, a lot of that changed. Uh, a lot of that went under for a little while. Um, it's only recently started to pick back up. Mm -hmm. Like I think I said earlier, there's I think about 10 kids now that are um, uh, at the center, um, that are under the care of the center. So actually, what are a growing um, ministry that we're doing is we're bringing back the volunteering for, um, for early childhood education program at the center. Um, so that's another way that we are, we are serving the Portland Promise Center. Um, but again, back to your question, as, as it pertains to what it looks like on campus, we really have much more of a presence off campus than we do mm -hmm. on campus. Um, yeah, the, the members meetings, we, we kind of just scrapped the members meetings for now, um, just because we don't have any real consistent member, um, consistent members. It's, we've more shifted to reaching out to specific halls mm -hmm. for service days. Mm -hmm. um, so this past service day on Saturday, uh, we reached out to Koinonia specifically, not to the exclusion of anyone else. Mm -hmm. um, we, we always advertise um, service days for any, anyone who's welcome to come. Um, but just uh, f to give more of a draw to mm -hmm. students, um, we, f we, we find that students are more likely to come to an event, especially if it's off campus in a place they've never been to. Mm -hmm. They're more likely to come if they know their friends or people they know are also mm -hmm. coming, um, if they're coming in a group. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the primary reason behind um, marketing it specifically to halls. Mm -hmm. um, so like last semester, um, uh, we reached out to Kaleo um, to go to Bible Community Fellowship Baptist Church for the service day. Um, the previous one, I can't remember who we reached out to before that. Um, I can't remember. But this next this next service day, we're going to be reaching out specifically to Dikaios, um, uh for our next service day in March. Um, so that's really where we've kind of shifted in terms of what like what our org looks like um, on campus. So. We hope eventually in the future getting back to those um, two more consistent members um, um, and getting back to members meetings every once in a while, every once a month. Um, but as of right now, that's not really what it looks like. Um, something else we have been doing uh, is, or something that we are planning for this semester, actually this Thursday night, is uh, a panel discussion on being a Christian in the city. Um, uh, and we'll be having Dr. Gibson, Dr. Kleiser, and um, Professor Austin, Professor John Austin, on that panel mm -hmm. to discuss what it looks like to be living as a Christian in an urban environment. Um, I know that's going to be really interesting. Um, it's, it's, yeah, the talk is going to be very, very engaging and I think very relevant to boy students. Um, so for people that hear this and are interested in that, where can they find more information about that panel discussion? Yes, yeah, so they can um, so they can talk to me or Michael Longerbeam. Um, there, so we don't really have right now uh, too much of a social media presence, um, which I think we need to work on that. Um, but we, so I think at the it's posted in every hall. Um, there's a page that has like every. Uh, student org and the information on it. You can find my information on that page. Um, there's info if you go onto the Boyce, uh, just the Boyce College website, 
and you type in student origin through the search bar, you can find my information there. Um, uh, look in the look in the boys student life email. Uh, we have our events posted there. Um, so yeah, they, yeah, that's those are the primary ways and you can. Is find there there's info. an infographic for it as well? There should be yes, yes, one sent is. out to all the hall chats as well. Mm -hmm. So yes. keep your eyes open for that. Yeah. So in talking about wanting to get more people involved and whether that's people on a hall getting involved or just individuals wanting to get involved in the org, what would be particular reasons that you would say in a conversation with somebody, you'd be like, you as a college student, like, why should you care about doing service projects and like helping serve the broader community outside of just your little voice bubble? Yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's a great question. And yeah, I think you phrased it very well, the Boyce bubble. I think when, when I first came to Boyce, it was really easy for me to just kind of absorb like mm -hmm. all the friendships, all the classes, all the knowledge I was taking in here. And that's really good. It's really good to have all of that. And that's a, that's a blessing and something I won't, you know, have at that level for the rest of my life once I leave college. Mm -hmm. um, that's one of the reasons I came here. Um, but God also calls us to go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature to serve others, right? Um, and so it's really easy for us to get caught up in, you know, just what's on campus, just staying here. Um, but being involved in a student org, being involved in PBC 323 really gives you an opportunity to live out your faith um, and to go to places that are not as fortunate um, as we are. Um, I don't think I mentioned this yet, but uh, the Portland Promise Center and Bible Community Fellowship are both situated um, on the west side of Louisville. Um, there is a highway, I-65, that cuts directly down the middle of Louisville, and on the east side is a more rich area, more affluent area, and then on the west side is a much more poor, destitute area. And it's like a direct split. Um, and so both of these ministries are on um, the poorer side of the city. Um, and people are just not as fortunate as, as we are. And I think to be able to serve them um, and to be able to, um, to meet the needs um, that they have, I think is an incredible opportunity um, for us as believers. Um, to follow Jesus' example in what he did, um, and to be able to uplift a community that needs it. Um, and so it's a really unique opportunity to get outside of Boyce and go to a place that maybe you're a little unfamiliar with and um, uh, serving the community that way that honors God in a way that encourages um, the people there. I cannot tell you how many times uh, Miss Yurina, Pastor Keith, have uh, thanked us as an org for helping them serve. Mm -hmm. um, they are extremely grateful for it, um, and it's it it really is um, uplifting to your own soul um, doing the work in the ministry and doing things that uh, they just don't have time to do. So, yeah, that's that's awesome and such a good thing to <clears throat> to remember, especially coming into Boys, mm. just balancing like serving the Lord with all that we've been given and yeah. Yeah. kind of take what we have in the classroom and put it into applicability. Put feet on it. 
And that's such a great way through the org to do that. And that's super cool because I know that before this conversation, I didn't know that that was something that really happened much at Voice. And so it's cool to see that org work that out and the way that it does it. Um, yeah, and also like thank you to you and to Michael for mm-hmm. making those opportunities available to mm-hmm. Voice students. And because obviously like people can serve in their churches and through different things like that, but to have a particular area of Louisville that you guys are serving like you're creating those opportunities for other students as well so thank you guys for your work and your efforts in doing that yeah and I would just like to say like it's not you're not only serving uh, those um, like outside of boys but you're also serving alongside your fellow students mm-hmm. like I cannot say enough about Michael Lockerbeam mm-hmm. he is uh, incredible uh, to work with he's so creative uh, he actually thought about the idea for this panel discussion that we're having on Thursday. Um, just uh, so humble. So, uh, yeah, just an incredible guy to work with. Um, yeah, yeah. if you don't know Michael Longerbeam, yeah, you should get to know him because he's a great, genuine guy. I know he doesn't live on campus anymore. Um, this is at his last semester, so I guess I'm kind of saying uh, this is, you know, oh well. There's but, still time to get to yeah, know him, yeah. though. We have two-thirds guy. left. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's been a blessing to serve alongside him, and uh, a lot of things like I, I couldn't do without him. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I love the dynamic you said of taking it to the halls, which is so cool. I think that's super smart because I know that I would love to do like an event with my hall with service, and it also allows you guys to get into the halls and to like get the name the word out from that. Mm-hmm. For someone who maybe isn't familiar with serving and so going like you mentioned that you kind of hit on a little bit like it's kind of scary to go to some place that you've never been before Mm -hmm. and if like maybe someone what would you say to someone who wants to serve but is kind of afraid in a sense to take that step Hmm. yeah that's a good question um well i think pray about it would be the number one thing um praying is always i feel like the first thing we should do uh, when we're thinking about doing something new, uh, something that we're, you know, don't feel equipped to do. Like I, like I know for, for certain, like I, I was scared, I was nervous, I didn't feel equipped uh, the first time I went on a service day. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's definitely the number one thing to do. Uh, another thing you can do is like, uh, like ask your friends to, to join you mm-hmm. and, um, and get them involved as well. Um, and then you'll have someone that you know uh, to go with, someone familiar, um, to help you ease into that unfamiliar environment. Oh, thank you so much, Tim, for joining us. It's been a real pleasure to hear about the org. Um, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for thank you for having me. I no, appreciate it. Thanks for joining. about the org if you guys want to get in contact with Tim which you should Tim kind of stole our line we always say like you should get to know this person and you should get to know Tim if you don't know Tim already because Tim's great yes and all the people we have on here are great and people that you should get to know but especially Tim he has such a soft heart and a heart to love and care for people so you should get to know him Yeah, so stop us in the hallway and be like, hey, who's Tim? If you don't know who Tim is, we'll point him out. Um, But yeah, definitely make an effort to get to know him. 
get to know the student orgs as a whole and specifically mm -hmm. PPC as we're talking about it today. Um, yeah, get involved, serve the community of Louisville. Yeah. Well, you all have a great rest of your week and we'll see you in a few weeks. Happy midterms. Yeah.